Are you curious about bodies, pleasure, and possibilities? And what about curious about what others are up to on the planet when it comes to pleasure, sex, and play? Have you considered what pleasure can do for your life, your body, and your bank account? Do you know something magical, delightful, and out of this world orgasmic is not only possible for you, but totally available to you? If you're ready to be the magical, sexual, sexy beast you know you can be, and you just need the tools to get there, you're in the right place. Now, here's the host of The Pleasure Zone, sensual movement artist, relationship and sex alchemist, Milica Yelenich. Welcome, my sweet pleasure seekers. Here we are rounding up 2022. For those of you listening live, for those of you listening in the future, you'll be like, hey, remember that? Remember when? So that's cool. If you're listening from the past and you're listening now, you're magic and good for you. You just had like a view into the future. And if you have a view into the future, then that's really cool. Maybe like buy some lottery tickets and stuff. All right. So that's just a whole other weird, wacky thing that came through my head. Tonight, we're talking about sex in the news in 2022. I don't usually do these like recap shows of the year, but today it just like, it felt like a really fun thing. I thought this is going to be fun. And then I went through the news of the year and I found some stories that were fun, kind of uplifting, kind of giving me hope for the future, hope for humanity, hope that people are going to be okay. And, and it, I'm hoping to bring you some of that too. There are going to be a few that aren't as hopeful, kind of bummers and kind of make you want to create a revolution. But for the most part, I'm not going to bring you the news of uh, the massive number of rapist articles I came across and sexual abuse articles. And that's by people who are famous and getting caught and that stuff in the news, you know, famous in terms of like politicians and judges and actors, all that jazz. I left all that aside to bring you something a little fun because isn't it sometimes just interesting to look back on a year and go, wow, what did we come from? So in my research, I went through 18 pages of Google News on Sex in the News 2022. And I found about eight to 10 stories to share with you guys that didn't actually involve a lot of um, rape or sexual assault or child molestation, because out of those 18 pages, there was a lot of information on that. Um, and if you're not aware of that going on in the world, I just made you aware of it. It's going on. It's going on a lot. It's going on so much. There are that many pages of that in the news. So this is going to be um, world news, actually. So there were quite a few different articles that came across from all over the world. For those of you who have been listening to the news most recently, there are in the last month alone, we've had some super exciting things in the news around sex. Some of them are just funny and playful and some of them are life changing. And I'm always all about sharing life changing information. This show might piss off a lot of people who are politically right or politically left. I am neither. I like to bring information. Um, it's in my human design that I could take either side of anything and argue it. And it's not that it's that I like to look at both sides of everything and share the information of both sides of everything. So I'll be sharing that today. If it does piss you off, walk away from it, come back another time. If it excites you, if you're good with being pissed off and you're like willing to listen more, congratulations. You are somebody who's on the path consciousness. And I like that. 
the show's not necessarily going to make you horny by any means where some of my shows I know they do and I get feedback from people where they're like well, that was a hot show I like took care of business while listening to that some of them are highly intellectual where we're looking at things from a very uh, scientific perspective on bodies health and the way that things work in order to have pleasure desire arousal which are all, by the way all different things so um, I am going to be doing some more shows uh, coming in the next few months on things like specifically on the difference between arousal and pleasure because they are often quite confused and even in sex research they've been quite confused for many years and there's been really uh, great debates among sex researchers around certain things with you know arousal and and um and also desire and pleasure they're just, just not the same but we're not going to be talking all about that tonight just some things so you can know so look forward to in the future what we're talking about tonight uh are all going to be interesting different news things that i came across so Starting in the last week alone, there's been quite a few things in the news. And the top one that I thought was so fun I had to share was that the sex workers in France had declared that if France beat Argentina in FIFA World Cup 2022 finals, that they would give away free sex. I can't imagine how hard those French players play to help their community of Frenchmen get the free sex from sex workers. Now, I'm pretty sure, and I didn't get into the details on this one, maybe it also included anybody who wanted sex from the, um, from the sex workers. And French sex workers, I think, are pretty open-minded. So they may have actually allowed that. But as far as I know, now I'm not a FIFA World Cup watcher, although, I, you know, if I'm going to watch any soccer it's going to be FIFA I just don't have the channels for it anymore um, I choose not to have satellite tv or cable tv it doesn't interest me so if I were to watch FIFA if I were to watch anything it would have been FIFA for sure or if I were to watch any anything else it would be like tennis those are like some sports I actually like watching but I didn't, so I don't actually know who won, but I'm going with Argentina won because I'm thinking if France had won, we would be hearing all kinds of things about the French sex workers giving it away. And I could imagine if the French sex workers were giving it away, how many flights to France would be jam-packed with all kinds of people heading to France to get the benefits from the French sex workers. French sex workers, I love that you guys band together and said, let's do this. Let's take one for the team, literally taking it for the team. Just brilliant. And I love the incentive and I love what they were aiming for. No other country put it out there by their sex workers to say, if you guys win, this is what we're offering our entire nation. How awesome are the French sex workers. Let's just like give them a big hand for being amazing. All right, so the next thing that I came across in the news for our 2022 was, now this may surprise you because I'm telling you, it surprised the poop out of me that on December 16th, 
there was a what's called it was the Thursday night's log cabin of Republicans in the USA, the spirit of Lincoln Gala in the main ballroom of the Donald Trump Mar-a-Lago Beachfront Club was a joyous celebration of gay rights. So I looked up some articles on this and one of them, and this is a quote apparently from the 45th, we are fighting for the gay community and we are fighting and fighting hard, said the former president and 2024 candidate with the help of many people that were at that gala, I'm paraphrasing, in recent years, the movement has taken incredible strides and strides you've made here is incredible. Trump, uh, this is also from the article, Trump did not mention the law in his speech, but attendees at the gala were quick to credit the former president for all his recent missteps. They said he has gone further on the LGBTQ rights than many others in the GOP. So I honestly did not know that that was even possible. I did not know that Trump was going to back gay rights. I really didn't. So that was surprising. And hey, what else is possible? But what we do know from this week as well very recently was, and we'll be talking about that in just a second, where, of course, um, for those of you who didn't know, we had, uh, let me just get my dates correct on this. Uh, So President Biden signed this, so what day was this? This was like December 13th, um, and I think it was that week that President Biden signed into law the same-sex marriage bill 10 years after his famous Sunday show answer on the issue, which I don't remember what his famous Sunday show answer was, frankly, but 10 days after that. So most of the uh, U.S.'s nation's history denied interracial couples and same-sex couples from certain protections, that's said by Biden. Um, It failed to treat them with equal dignity and respect. And now the law requires an interracial marriage and same-sex marriage must be recognized as legal in every state in the nation. That's in every state. So prior to that, it was not legal in every state in the nation. The new law officially avoids the Defense of Marriage Act, which defined marriage as between a man and a woman. It mandates that... (laughs) It mandates that states honor the validity of out-of-state marriage licenses, including same-sex and interracial unions. So for those of you who are um, new to this planet or new to the news, this information was kind of floating around the news for the last little while. And people were talking about, well, ironically, the person who was trying to push stopping this bill from moving forward, who were trying to actually not have this law come to fruition. One of the main people involved in it was in an interracial uh, marriage. So his marriage would have become illegal. But anyhow, it did not happen. What happened was it, he failed in his job to stop that from going through. So the bill has gone through and we now have for almost a week now, Um, I am not in the U.S., but in the U.S., legally, interracial, and same-sex marriage is completely legal in all states. So I think that is maybe the most groundbreaking news, or you'd think, 
that it's some of the most groundbreaking news of 2022, but I'm telling you, it's not. There are some more interesting and fascinating news that has come up. So we're looking at France offering free sex to the sex workers. We're looking at Trump actually having the back of same-sex marriages, of gay rights. He's like a gay rights supporter. Well, I didn't know. And Biden, Biden actually wrote something and spoke. No, I'm kidding. So as you can tell, I'm not for either side. <laughs> but I am impressed that some laws went through because marriage is about love. And who are we to say who can love who? And if you think that I'm rude and that's wrong, you can just stop watching me and following me. It's all good. I believe in love. And if you love somebody, you should have the right to be with them. If you are of the age of consent, you should have the right to be able to be consensually with your partner in any way that they consent to, in any way you consent to, you know, all of that's key. So your morality does not actually count because their morality for them counts. You know, as long as there nobody's shooting anybody, because that's not consensual. I don't generally consent to somebody shooting at me, but, um, you know, as these things happen and I don't consent to, you know, a whole bunch of things. So when I do consent and I'm of the age of consent and I have the information to consent, I'm all for that. So I'm pretty excited that the U.S. is allowing allowing as if they needed to allow because people will love each other regardless as if they needed to allow people to have the right to marriage but legally people wanted that and I and I just think it's sad that there actually had to be a law to pass to say that it's okay it's okay you're allowed to be married because can't it just be Uh, but that's one step closer to some fairness on the planet some equity on the planet so that's cool and I'm just glad that people are legally allowed to love each other. And for those of you who are listening and you're like, hey, that's so wrong. I am happy to discuss that with you privately, but I am not going to get into arguments on this show. And if you want to argue with me in comments on YouTube, you can try. I will probably win. So don't even bother. If you really are trying to find a way to have a conversation with me and get my attention, by all means, go over to my website, melitzajelinek.com. At the bottom, there's a book now link. Feel free to click on that book now link. Book some time with me. We can have a discussion based on knowledge, information, research, and kindness. That's what we'll aim for, if that's what you want to discuss related to uh, same-sex marriage, same gender marriage. Oh, I just screwed with you. It's not the same thing. So same-sex marriage and same gender marriage is not the same thing. Sex and gender, not the same thing. I'm sure we've talked about this before, but if we haven't, if you haven't heard me talk about it, I've talked about gender not being the same as sex many times. Sex is kind of how you're identified when you're born. Gender is your identity, how you identify. So totally very different things. All right, we're going to head to our first commercial break. I know I just stunned you guys with Trump and Biden and French sex workers, but we got more. So come on back after this next commercial break. And if you're listening live on Facebook, come on over to Inspire Choices Network, listen live through the Zoom with me. 
and join me, uh, ask questions, feel free to add some information. If you've listened to some stuff on the news about sex over the last year and you'd like to share some of your insights and information, I'd be glad to put that out there as well while we're live. So come on over to Inspire Choices Network. You are listening to The Pleasure Zone here on Inspire Choices Network, and we'll be right back after this commercial. Are you secretly a voyeur, wondering what's going on in other people's sex lives? What if now is the time for a totally different sexual evolution? Are you interested in people who are pioneers of different sexual and pleasurable practices? Lean in now with Melitza Yelenich where she will entice you and your body to know your own Pleasure Zone. On the Pleasure Zone radio show with sensual movement artist Melitza Yelenich, you'll receive tools, inspiration, and a foundation to allow yourself to receive more in your sex life and quite possibly other areas of your life as well. Listen for the Pleasure Zone with Melitza every Monday at 8 p.m. Eastern Time, 7 p.m. Central Time, 6 p.m. Mountain Time, and 5 p.m. Pacific Time on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. Are you a subject matter expert? Are you here to share your expertise with an audience waiting to hear from you in only the way you can deliver? Are you ready to have your voice amplified across the airwaves? Inspired Choices Network has a global radio platform streaming to millions of people across the world. Professionally produced and supported by an accomplished team every step of the way, you can broadcast from anywhere in the world knowing your voice matters and we ensure it is delivered with ease and efficiency. Eager to hear your message, the world awaits. Contact us today to become an Inspired Choices Network radio host. Email becomeahost at inspiredchoicesnetwork.com. This is The Pleasure Zone with sensual movement artist Melitza Yelenich. To participate in the program today, join our live studio audience in our chat room at inspiredchoicesnetwork.com. You can also make the choice to ask or comment by email, info at melitzayelenich.com. Now, back to the program. Welcome back, my sweet, sweet pleasure seekers. My nose is doing some interesting things that are like, do you ever watch Bewitched and she had this like wiggly nose? I feel like I have the wiggly nose happening of, of Samantha on Bewitched. Woo. So if I happen to do something and like magic shows up, that's me. It's my nose. All right. We're going to go back in time a little bit as I found an article back from February 15th, 2022. As tonight we're talking about sex in the news of 2022. I'm trying to give you some stuff that's older and some newer stuff but frankly a lot of this stuff in between that I could find on Google News anyway on my Google um, search was all to do with um, you know rape and violence and people being arrested for that and um, which is great I'm so glad that so many people were caught over the last year for so many freaking insane acts towards other human beings all right so a really awesome thing occurred in Poland in uh, February. Uh, so this is from the news of February 15th, 2022. So sometime around then, uh, Polish students and activists regularly gathered in front of Warsaw's presidential palace and across the country to demand respect for their rights. 
they called on their president Duda to veto a controversial bill that would further limit access to comprehensive sexuality education and anti-discrimination classes in school. The protests made a huge, a huge difference and on December 15th, President Duda announced that he will veto the harmful bill due to public opposition. So it started February 15th and it went until December 15th. That just seems wild. That's a long fight. That was 10 months of them fighting to veto the bill. So you go Poland in the midst of taking in a whole bunch of people in the country from the war in Ukraine. They have also found ways to fight for their own rights and yay Poland. <laughs> so some other fun stuff um, coming up and also to do with education in the last year. And this came out on December 19th. So keep in mind, a lot of the neat fun news has happened in the last month where a lot of the devastating news happened over the rest of the year. So the question arose, do sex toys belong in comprehensive sex education for high school students? So, so when you hear that as a title, my first thought was, are they teaching them how to use vibrators? What are they doing? Like, why are people upset? Like, what's making people upset about this? Because from my perspective, um, you know, educating in sex, sex and intimacy, coaching people, I think having tools can be highly resourceful, uh, highly educational, and super useful in showing different things. So what was the issue? Okay, well, what happened was the administration at Chicago's Francis Parker School had, and many parents, they were strongly defending the school's comprehensive sex ed curriculum, including that they were presenting sex, like they were presenting sex toys to a small group of high schoolers. A lot of other parents said it was inappropriate. What happened, so this was reported uh, December 19th, um, this is an article by Char Dastin, I want to give credit, and the news that it was reported on is WBEZ. So what occurred in the school was there was a one-time session which included showing high school students dildos and butt plugs. Now, if that offends any of you, I don't know if you know this, but a lot of dildos do not look like a they don't look identical to a penis. For one, they're usually not the same color as any skin tone. The one I use for educational purposes is in fact purple. It has a lot of detail, but it's purple. Um, but, you know, this is actually a phenomenal educational tool. Uh, I'm, I think in high school, if you are over the age of 16 or 18, depending on what um, where you live and what the legal age of consent is. So where I live in Ontario, the legal age of consent for females is 16. The legal age of consent for males is 18. There is no defined legal age for anybody intersex, which of course intersex people get tossed to the wayside all the time. Unfortunately, I'm not, not for that. It just happens to be a fact. So the one-time session included dildos and butt plugs. 
And it was actually teaching sex education in a way to have people know that you have options. It's actually a really great learning tool for preparation for bodies, for masturbation, for self-exploration. And yes, I get that it might be a little hardcore for some parents, but what I would like to think is that they would have the right to say yes or no, because ultimately I am all for choice. And I don't think somebody should be, this is all my opinion, but I don't think somebody should be failed if they're uncomfortable with being in that classroom, because I'm not okay with people being put into situations to have to learn things where it makes them highly uncomfortable and they're not ready for it. And when you try to teach people things, especially about sex, when they're not ready for it, it can feel very violating. So I'm not for that. But if there was an option to be able to go into a room that had this information, guess who at the age of 17 would have raised her hand and walked through that door, totally curious and totally ready to learn. I would have been in there faster than any other kid in my school. Not for the sake of, I wanna go buy a vibrator, but completely for the sake of education, because even growing up, and I would listen to you know Sunday night sex show with Sue in Canada as it was on the radio, I learned so much. And I would be on there and in there for the sake of education, probably never would have bought a dildo because I didn't actually own a sex toy till I was 27 years old. And the first sex toy I earned, owned was like, had just so many moving parts that it was it was like, kind of like threw me off out of whack and I fell asleep with it in my body and I didn't even like I was over I was overstimulated by it so some education would have been helpful now I know um, now I actually know how to show that to people which is amazing that I can actually educate people on what toys would work for them what a great thing is that so one of the things in the high school as well was there was um, one of the issues actually that came up was that there was a, a person in the classroom that had covertly recorded, um, and they're from a far right group from a project called Project Veritas. Um, they had recorded the presentation um, pretending to be an attendee at the education conference. And it showed them discussing the sex toys portion of the optional lesson. So it was optional, you could choose it or not choose it for the high schoolers. And um, it showed that the, the, um, the dean of the school was for it. He was supporting it. So Project Veritas is known, known for uh, edited undercover videos intended to discredit progressive groups and media outlets. So that was a pretty big deal that that came out, but the parents, the majority of parents in that high school are saying yes to the education and it's optional, which is fantastic. So that means they have a choice. And like I said, many times and many, many times, I'm all for choice. So I don't know about you guys. Do you have, I'd love to hear this, but like what's going on if you have, if you have children in your life, if you have or had children in your life, um, in the last few years when like sex education has changed a lot. I'd love to hear from you and what's going on in your schools. Um, are you being, are you being given any, um, any sex toys? Uh, you know, are your children being given any information about sex toys? 
what's their sex education like. I'm really uh, fascinated and curious. I know that my child's sex ed was very um, technical, but it also lacked information. It ex it didn't even include some information from, well, it didn't even include intersex at all in that. So once <laughs> once that unit is done and over with and um, my child gets her typical 95 to 100 mark, uh, I will be writing to the school and letting them know that they actually have they have uh, some areas that are missing information in. Perhaps I can add to that for them. Uh, and I, I do also understand that for some parents, the information that was shared in that class may have been way too much information as it was. However, I would hope that if you are approving that your child takes the course on this health and wellness stuff that includes sex education, that you're aware that they're getting sex ed, and if you don't want them to get it, it's an optional course, so don't sign them up for it, right? You have a choice. So if you're choosing it, don't complain about it. You've chosen it. Get to know more about it. Educate yourself. Sit through the lessons with your kid if, you're, if your kid's okay with it. Or go through the lessons afterwards or beforehand so that you know what they're learning if you're really uncomfortable with it. But don't just assume that it's going to be bad or don't just assume it's going to be good and also know that you have an option. So, you know, sex education. So Poland getting certain rights for sex ed, the U.S. being able to, in this one particular high school, being able to have the choice and the option for being able to um, be educated with sex toys. So, and I wouldn't show sex toys to a four-year-old or a five-year-old or a six-year-old, which I do hear a lot of people saying and claiming that they're teaching our kids how to masturbate. If they are teaching your children how to masturbate, I don't actually know how they'd be doing that without either sex ed videos that show it or uh, some really level of stuff that is not appropriate. Um, children on their own will do that anyway. You'll always find randomly, if you let a kid be, they will find their hand on their genitals at some point in their life and figure it out. So you neither have to stop them nor teach them. Generally, they figure it out. Unless, of course, there's been a lot of, um, if the child ever does it and then they get scolded for it and they're told that's bad, dirty, wrong, or whatever, then they won't do it. Then it's going to be something that possibly later in life they'll They'll want to learn or they'll figure out or they'll find a coach like me that goes, hey, this is your body part. This is generally the parts that get stimulated. These are some techniques you can use. This is what you can do. And this is why I have things like dildos to show that on. Because a sex educator and sex and intimacy coach, I do not, I'm not actually a prostitute. I know, surprise. <laughs> but you'd be surprised how many people think that I am, but I'm not. All right. We are going to head to our next segment. You are listening to The Pleasure Zone here on Inspired Choices Network, and we'll be right back after this commercial. Are you secretly a voyeur, wondering what's going on in other people's sex lives? What if now is the time for a totally different sexual evolution? Are you interested in people who are pioneers of different sexual and pleasurable practices? Lean in now with Melissa Yelenich where she will entice you and your body to know your own Pleasure Zone. On the Pleasure Zone radio show with sensual movement artist Melitza Yelenich, 
you'll receive tools, inspiration, and a foundation to allow yourself to receive more in your sex life, and quite possibly other areas of your life as well. Listen for The Pleasure Zone with Milica every Monday at 8 p.m. Eastern Time, 7 p.m. Central Time, 6 p.m. Mountain Time, and 5 p.m. Pacific Time on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. Interested in masturbating for money, copulating for consciousness, and pleasuring on purpose? 21 Days of Sexual Magicism with sensual movement artist Milica Jelenic is an exploration of tools, processes, and actions that you can use to create more for your life, your body, your money inflows, and so much more. Graduated learning for all levels of interest. Learn at your own pace via video classes or join the yearly live class. Take a peek at www.melitzayelenich.com. How wonderful would it be to carry your favorite Inspired Choices Network host with you throughout your day? Well, now you can. Inspired Choices Network now has its very own mobile app. Our free app offers live streaming shows, along with thousands of podcasts and TV episodes. Our shows cover a wide variety of topics. Whether you're waking up with us, carrying us through the day, and taking us to bed with you, we're always here for you to enjoy. We're easy to find. Just search for Inspired Choices Network in the Apple App Store or Google Play Store. This is The Pleasure Zone with sensual movement artist Melitza Yelenich. To participate in the program today, join our live studio audience in our chat room at InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. You can also make the choice to ask or comment by email, info at MelitzaYelenich.com. Now, back to the program. Oh, welcome back, my sweet, sweet pleasure seekers. Tonight we are talking about sex in the news of 2022, and there has been a lot of LGBTQI2AS plus news uh, over time. I know a lot of people just shorten that one down to LGBTQI, LGBTQ, LGBTQ plus, LGBT, LG, L. No. Anyway, so what is going on in the world with LGBTQ rights? Well, there's quite a few things. I did mention earlier that that uh, same-sex marriage has been officially legalized in the United States. What we also have going on is that the Barbados High Court decriminalizes gay sex. Yay, Barbados! So, the Barbados High Court issued an oral ruling that decriminalized consensual same-sex of on decriminalizing consensual same-sex relations. So it's going to be um, handed down at a later date, but Barbados becomes the third Eastern Caribbean country in 2022 to strike down discriminatory legal provisions and decriminalize gay sex. Um, they came in after Antigua and Barbados Barbuda and St. Kitts and Nevis, so yay. Barbados Sexual Offenses Act of 1992 sanctioned buggery with up to life imprisonment and serious indecency up to 10 years imprisonment 
both crimes were understood to criminalize consensual same-sex conduct and were relics of British colonial law. I am so glad that colonial laws are dropping all over the place because they were from hundreds and hundreds of years ago and didn't even make sense when they were happening. The weirdest thing about some of those laws were they were, some of those British laws were so strange in that um, in the 1800s, it was actually completely normal to have romantic relationships, men and men and women and women, same sex romantic relationships uh, were, were actually uh, encouraged, but everything else beyond that to have a lifetime partner that wasn't uh, the other sex was illegal. So weird. But anyway, these relics are definitely relics. They should belong in museums, these laws, uh, just as reminders to us of how insane this is. So can you imagine that we're living in 2022 and Barbados, Antigua, these countries until this year, and guys, there are still countries all over the world that have gay sex being a criminal activity, but this is the Caribbean where people go on holidays and they go with their lovers and like you could go there. And I would hope to God that um, anybody who was same sex and well, buggery specifically is male to male. Um, if that was going on that you knew that before going to those countries so you didn't end up with life imprisonment or 10 years of imprisonment. The things I've done in my life that if I were in other countries, I could have easily ended up in jail for. I am so grateful to be alive and somehow have chosen a country where I'm legally allowed to, as long as it's consensual and of age, it's allowed. So yay to Barbados, all of my gay friends out there, all my LGBTQ community out there, all you guys, you can all go to Barbados now and have make love everywhere you want. You can all go to Antigua and Barbuda and St. Kitts and Nevis. You can all have fun again all over the, you know, all over the Caribbean. Well, not all over, but it's getting there. So that's a lot. That's a lot of countries that are now finally changing their mind and, uh, finally not just not just doing it but finally doing it like what have we been waiting for world to the other countries out there who knows maybe you're listening to the other countries out there for the love of love will you just let people love each other that would be great so what else do we have in our very um for our lgbtq peeps out there we have we actually have another piece of information here um tokyo is got a ruling on same-sex marriage as uh, that's been coming out as well this year so i don't have a date on that right now but it's been for 2022 so the story behind this is let me give you a because it's quite long, but in June 2022, a ruling by the Osaka District Court upheld the government ban on same-sex marriage. Previously, uh, in March 2022, the Sapporo District 
So district courts in the Osaka district, they no longer, um, they have no power to recognize same-sex marriage in their jurisdiction if there is no concrete legislation in place, but there, there is going to be legislation in place. So there's some promise, there's some stuff happening um, because with the absence of a legal system um, that would support this, it's a serious threat um, and there are no there is no way to give anybody um, any dignity with the situation. The situation is unconstitutional um, and they know that it's contrary to some of the articles of their constitution. So that was all and has been changing in Japan. Congratulations, Japan. Thank you for moving into 2020, the 2020s and allowing again, people to love each other, no matter what sex they are and or no matter hopefully what gender they are too. Maybe that's where we're moving into in the future, the genders as well. All right, now we have some legal actions that have been going down in the last year that are kind of interesting things as well. So this December, I don't know if you guys have been in the up and up, um, Indonesia, passed a law, and this one's kind of a sad one, and the and the EU has been having some things to say about it, not that the EU has a right to say anything about it, they're just kind of, I think, you know, saying some things to uh, support or judge, and we don't really have a right to say either. I did not grow up in Indonesia, I do not understand the culture necessarily, I didn't grow up with those values, so I don't I can't say that this is wrong. I, I think it's sad, but there's nothing that I, it's not my life. It's not the life I chose to live. So there are some controversial uh, changes that have brought on a lot of protests in Indonesia. When Indonesia passes, passed recently, the new criminal code that outlawed sex outside of marriage. That's just sex, right? It doesn't have anything to do with, um, same-sex marriage or anything like that, but sex outside of marriage. So Indonesia has passed a controversial new criminal code that includes outlawing sex outside of marriage and cohabitation. It changes um, that the critics contend could undermine freedoms in Southeast Asian nation. The new laws apply to Indonesians and foreigners and also restore a ban on insulting the president state institutions and Indonesia's national ideology known as Pancasila. I think I pronounced that correctly, but I'm not sure. So there's a lot of things that happen there. You, you cannot have sex outside of marriage and you also can't insult the president. So just know that when you go to Indonesia, there are some new criminal code laws in effect for all of my friends who travel who are not married, I know a lot of people who have been with their partners for 10, 15, 20 years, never married them, and they have traveled to Indonesia and they actually traveled there fairly recently. And I don't know if they even know that they've just walked into that minefield. So if they if they are caught and they are not married, if they have no proof of marriage, it's criminal. I don't know what. Um, how much time they would have to serve or what kind of fines there are or whatever, but 
Indonesia used to be in Bali. It used to be like the place people would go for the fun of a lifetime. I remember that was my thought when I was 25, thinking I'm going to skip out of this country and go to Bali and live there for a while. I didn't end up doing that. I came home to heal some shite. And then I just never, I just kept on healing some shite and just kept on going. But uh, had I landed in Bali, yeah. I'm sure I would have been having sex under outside of marriage a hundred percent because so many people travel there it's like the party central place to go to um for Australians for all kinds of people right so yeah uh it's going to be tricky so for those of you who are planning on traveling to Indonesia if you didn't know that know that there is there are some strict laws that are coming into effect there so be aware of these things. And I think that's something that you need to be aware of in general before you travel to any country. What are their laws on sex in general? What are their laws on certain things too around body coverings and what you're allowed to show, what you're not allowed to show, what you can do publicly. Are you allowed to have um, do public have any public affection? Are you allowed to touch somebody of the opposite sex in public? Are you allowed to touch somebody of the same sex in public? And by touch, I mean literally like holding hands. Are you allowed to do that? Because in some places you're not. So knowing a lot of these things and not being um, a jerk about it, going, well, they should let you. Well, it's that they don't. So know that before you travel there. And maybe it'll change in future, but we don't know their values and we don't know their morals and we don't know their some of the religious reasons for this. So if you're going to a country where these things are not legal, then maybe don't get mad at them for it because that's their culture. So that's just, just work within the culture while you're there. Yes, it might seem very outdated. However, if you're choosing to go to a country that has very outdated laws or what you perceive as outdated laws, then you need to obey those outdated laws while you're there. It seems simple, I know, but people like to rebel. You could do it, you could end up in jail. Anyway, conversation for another time, going to jail over sex, but is it? No, it's not, because we're gonna talk about that when we come back. So you are listening to The Pleasure Zone here on Inspired Choices Network, and we'll be right back after this commercial. Are you secretly a voyeur, wondering what's going on in other people's sex lives? What if now is the time for a totally different sexual evolution? Are you interested in people who are pioneers of different sexual and pleasurable practices? Lean in now with Melitza Yelenich, where she will entice you and your body to know your own pleasure zone. On the Pleasure Zone radio show with sensual movement artist Melitza Yelenich, you'll receive tools, inspiration, and a foundation to allow yourself to receive more in your sex life and quite possibly other areas of your life as well. Listen for The Pleasure Zone with Milica every Monday at 8 p.m. Eastern Time, 7 p.m. Central Time, 6 p.m. Mountain Time, and 5 p.m. Pacific Time on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. This is The Pleasure Zone with sensual movement artist Milica Yelenich. To participate in the program today, join our live studio audience in our chat room at InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. You could also make the choice to ask or comment by email, info at melitzayelenich.com. Now, back to the program. 
Welcome back, my sweet luscious seekers. Tonight we're talking about sex in the news of 2022. So we've been talking about some things around laws that have been passed, especially for same-sex marriage and where things have become legal, where things are illegal. Um, we were just talking about Indonesia, where sex before marriage is now a criminal act. Um, we're going to talk about one of those cities in the world that everybody, when you say prostitution, what comes to mind? What's the first country that comes to mind? What's the first city that comes to mind? Amsterdam. Well, we're going to talk about Amsterdam. Amsterdam is actually looking at, so this is uh, an article from CNN published by Blaine Batchelor on December 18th, so literally yesterday, um, that called Overrun Amsterdam targets sex and drug tourists with stay away campaign. So what it, what they're actually saying is that they're trying to clean up their neighborhoods. And so the red light district, as a lot of people know it as, um, or in Amsterdam, they know it as the Dewalen neighborhood, um, will, they're hoping to bring back tourists for their unique heritage, architecture, and culture instead of its vices like marijuana, um, boat cruises, and prostitution. What they're finding, what Amsterdam's finding is that their image is feeling a bit off and they're trying to change their image. They're trying to boost their image and reduce the rowdy behavior from visitors. Um, and they wanna improve the livability and safety for their residents. So city officials have recently announced in Amsterdam that there are new policy proposals to limit tourism growth and nuisance in combat overcrowding. So the latest round of proposed measures includes initiatives targeting troublesome tourist behavior, such as limiting the number of river cruises, also implementing earlier closing times for bars, clubs, and window brothels, and banning cannabis smoking in certain parts of the city. So isn't that wild? Amsterdam is planning on calming down and creating some going from like the most open city in the world to going, hey, wait a second, maybe that wasn't our best and greatest choice for our image. Uh, we're gonna change our image up. If Amsterdam is cleaning up their image, what is next? Well, what's next is some of the exact opposite in one of the countries you would never think this would happen in. South Africa is about to decriminalize sex work in hopes to diminish crime. That article was published in December 9th, 2022. Sexual services will no longer be treated as a crime under proposed legislation amid a growing wave of violence against women. South Africa has said it will decriminalize sex work, hoping to tackle high levels of crime against women in a country with one of the world's highest HIV caseloads. The sale and purchase of sexual services will no longer be treated as a crime under the proposed legislation put forward by the justice ministry in South Africa. Wow, that's huge. It's only been maybe 30 years since there has been rights for Black people in South Africa, even though ironically, it's so ironic and dumb that their rights were ever taken from colonizers. That's all we have to say, colonization. Colonization, um, but finally Black people get rights. And now we're gonna actually have uh, legalized sex work. It was also illegal to have comedy in um, South Africa. I believe uh, that was from, oh, I'll have to think of what his name is. He's a South African comedian and he talks 
about how he didn't really have anybody to compare his work to because nobody was a comedian in South Africa when he was growing up. <clears throat> Noah, Noah something rather. Anyway, uh, <clears throat> that's the person I'm talking about. So, wow. What else are we talking about legally? Well, here's some fun. Here's some just some fun that happened. There were two NYPD recruits that were suspended after being caught having sex at the police academy bathroom. So both uh, people have been banned from the school. I believe they uh, have lost their rights to become police. That happened on December 18th too. We've had a really exciting December month. It's like the Christmas of news on sex this month. There's some pretty fun stuff, pretty funny stuff. I'm mean, like, police, you know, you know that it's not, you're not legally allowed to do what you were doing, you know, um, having sex basically in public. You know that you weren't allowed to do that. And there you go, you did it. What I would like to leave you with is some amazing news for the upcoming four years, 2023 to 2027. There is an expected growth in the global female sex toys market. And I don't even understand this number that I'm looking at, but I believe it's the billions. But they wrote it as 20,787.22mn million. And that to me is like million, billion, trillion. I'm not sure because 20,782.22 million. I don't know. Why didn't they just put the uh, correct numbers? It would have made my brain have a lot more fun with it. So, the the forecast for that period is that it is going up and up and up so if you're going to invest your money in something take some of those really big brands of sex toy companies like bad dragon enterprises bijus and discrets uh, bms factory crave innovations dame products happy valley toys holistic wisdom inc hot octopus limited jimmy jane Leloy AB, Love Honey Group, Minnow Life, Mr. Will's House of Thrills, Pink Cherry, Sainsbury Group, Tantus, Tenga, Unbound Shop, Vibes, and WeVibe, and invest in one of those because they're the top companies and they are all expected to have massive growth in the next few years. So I wanted to leave you on a super happy note and some ideas some super fun, happy ideas to invest in. If you don't even know what to give your lover for Christmas yet, buy them some stocks in some of these sex drug companies because if that market is going that high, the chances of your stocks going high are pretty amazing too. Because it seems even in the times of pandemics, sex toys sell because why people are at home, they're just wanting to do something and it's great de-stressing. I think there's always going to be room for more sex toys in the market, and there's a few reasons for it. So invest, invest, have fun. Thank you for listening to The Pleasure Zone with sensual movement artist Milica Yelenich. The Pleasure Zone returns next Monday at 8 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Central, 6 p.m. Mountain, and 5 p.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. We hope you'll join us. Until then, have the best week of your life by choosing to be turned on and tuned in to your body.